hire a virtual assistant now and chill. Okay, here's to another episode of Hire a Millennial Virtual Assistant Podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to hire a virtual assistant. This is mainly a guide to outsourcing and hiring virtual staff. I'm going to start by saying hiring a virtual assistant is one of the first yet most important hires that you can make as an entrepreneur. You know, until you have someone on your team that can delegate specific tasks to, you will continue to waste valuable time and energy on activities that don't actually contribute to the growth of your business, if that makes sense. Now, one of the key differences between a solo printer, you know, someone who is the only person in their business, and a business owner or entrepreneur is a team. A business owner doesn't do everything themselves. They build systems and hire people to do these things for them. These are necessary steps to building a scalable business that continues to grow even when they're not working. You know, hiring a team member is a critical step in making the shift from solopreneur to a business owner. Once you hire your first virtual assistant, you can follow these steps, as I may say, to identify even more tasks to delegate, um, create new roles in your business, and hire more team members until you eventually occupy only one role in your business, the role of a CEO. But for now, let's tackle hiring your first virtual assistant. I want to talk about the benefits of hiring virtual staff. You know, whether you are, um, well, whether you hire a single virtual assistant or you build an entire team of virtual staff, outsourcing to remote team members can have a significant impact on your productivity and the growth of your business. Here are some of the main benefits of hiring a virtual assistant. Number one, you do not need a physical office. Depending on where you live, renting a physical office space can be quite expensive. Hiring a virtual assistant enables you to start building your team while keeping your expenses really low, with the exception of a few software tools for communicating with um you know, and, and managing your virtual staff, the, the the softwares the staff will be using to be productive and work on your business. The primary cost of hiring a virtual staff is the amount you pay for their time. They're inexpensive. We are inexpensive. I myself is a virtual assistant. You know, virtual assistants are an affordable alternative to hiring regular employees. Most virtual assistants operate as independent contractors, and depending on where they live, their hourly rate may be significantly lower than what a local employee would cost you. Like, say, for example, a virtual assistant here in the Philippines typically will cost less than half of what A virtual assistant in North America cost for the same tasks and responsibilities. I don't know why, but it's kind of like really a thing already. But that is technically 100% accurate. Hiring somebody here in the Philippines is less 
expensive or it's economical in comparison to hiring somebody from the US. You're not limited by local talent, to be honest. You can hire the best of the best. Not every entrepreneur has access to a local talent pool of qualified candidates for a specific role. A virtual assistant can technically work from anywhere in the world as long as they have internet connection. You know, um, not having to hire someone locally increases your number of potential candidates for specific roles significantly. Virtual assistants are not the only people that use remote work tools and can work from anywhere. Okay, delegation helps prevent burnout. I think that's already number five. Uh, number one is you don't need a physical office. Number two Virtual assistants are inexpensive. Number three, you're not limited by local talent. Oh, this is number four. Delegation helps prevent burnout. Now, delegating specific tasks and responsibilities to other people is a huge step towards preventing burnout. Unfortunately, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that think they need to do everything themselves. And that's exactly what they end up doing. This leads to a very long work days, lack of focus, feeling overwhelmed, and having little time for other areas of their life, such as exercise, hobbies, going out with friends, and family, right? It really helps you to stay away from being stressed a lot towards your business. So delegation helps prevent burnout. Now, number five, you get to spend more time in your areas of strength. Now, what do I mean by that? You can't be a master of everything, nor should you try to be, you know? For every task and process that is required to run your business, including the ones you don't like or are terrible at doing, there are other people who specialize in those tasks and actually enjoy them. Hiring people to delegate tasks free up your time to focus on activities that you enjoy and that you're really good at, if that makes sense. Now, on to the next one, focus on high value and income generating activities. Lastly, when you hire a virtual assistant, you free up more time to focus on activities that add significantly more value to your business than the ones you delegated to your virtual assistant. In other words, you free up more time to focus on activities that have a direct impact on your income. All right. Now I want to talk about types of virtual assistants. One of the main questions you're probably asking yourself as you consider hiring a virtual assistant is what can they do for you? The answer is almost anything. I'm going to repeat that. Almost anything. I mean, as long as they have the right training, skills, and tools, a virtual assistant can technically do anything that does not require their physical presence, which if you think about it, is actually a lot. That being said, there are different types of virtual assistants, and it's important to know which type of virtual assistant is best suited for you know for for the task that you plan to outsource number one general virtual assistant or the general virtual assistant or gva as we call it around here the most common type of virtual assistant is known as a gva or general virtual assistant 
A general VA is someone who can take on daily tasks and processes that, that are important for running your business, but not necessarily focus on growing it. The tasks that you would delegate to a general VA tend to be a technical or any repetitive in nature, such as managing your emails or traveling schedules or scheduling your appointments, data entry, research, scheduling posts on social, social media, and so on. So that's number one, a GVA. Number two, an SVA or a specialized virtual assistant. This virtual assistant is someone that has a very specific skill set and is better suited for owning and or overseeing a very specific process in your business. They tend to be really expensive than general VAs because they already have a specialized skill set and will require minimal additional training from you. You know, tasks such as customer service, bookkeeping, video editing, and um, project management, for example, are better suited for a specialized VA. Okay, outsourcing tasks versus outcomes. With a general VA, it's best to outsource specific tasks and processes, and you should provide them with a training material on how to do it, you know, in order for them to process it properly or to do them properly. With a specialized VA, it's best to outsource specific outcomes. A specialized VA should be more skilled than you are. That's why you hired them. As you're counting on their knowledge and expertise, it's always best to tell them what to do, not how to do it. You know, increasing Twitter followers by 10% a month, for example, is an outcome. Importing a blog post from Google Drive to WordPress, for example, is a task. Do you see the difference? I hope that makes sense. Now, how to become the CEO of your business? I want to dive into that. Unless you immediately hired a team as soon as you launch your business, you're probably assuming the responsibility for many different roles. In other words, you're wearing many different hats. And consequently, your time is spread across many different tasks and responsibilities. You know, to become the CEO of your business and to spend your time only on activities that a CEO should spend their time on, you need to delegate specific tasks and responsibilities to others. It comes down to simple math. If your goal is to generate over $100,000 in annual revenue, for example, you can't expect to accomplish this goal by spending your time on tasks, you know, that are worth $20 an hour. Unless you can work 5,000 hours in a 12-month period, unlikely. The math just doesn't add up. You need to spend your time on activities that you have a higher hourly rate. One of the reasons why entrepreneurs resist helping, I mean hiring help is because they view hiring other people as an as an expense and not an an, an investment. If you've ever felt this way about hiring, the following exercise should be helpful. Number one, calculate your target hourly rate. Your targeted hourly rate is the rate that your time as the CEO of your business needs to be worth in order for you to achieve your income goals. To calculate your target hourly rate, take your monthly or annual income annual income goal and divide it by the number of hours you intend to work during the period of time. For example, 250,000 annual income goal divided by 2,000, the number of work hours, equals $125 per hour. 
if that makes sense. Every task in your business has an, an approximate dollar value. As an entrepreneur, it's your job to identify activities that contribute the most value to your business and spend the majority of your time on those activities. Any tasks or activities that fall below your target hourly rate should be delegated to somebody else. If you're not achieving your income goals, and I can almost guarantee that it's because you're not spending enough time on high value activities. I want to talk about that too, high and low value tasks. Um, low value tasks are tasks that are necessary to running your business but do not directly contribute to increasing revenue. Examples of low value tasks are number one, bookkeeping, customer support, project management, graphic design, editing, and so much more. High value tasks are tasks that directly contribute to increasing revenue. Examples of high value tasks are marketing and lead generation, selling, launching new products or services, and creating strategic partnerships and joint ventures. The quickest way to increase your income as an entrepreneur is to delegate more low-value tasks to others and fill your calendar with as many high-value tasks as possible. Use the income that you generate from high-value tasks to pay for your outsourcing of the low-value tasks, if that makes sense. Now, how do you choose what tasks and processes to outsource? Every business has a long list of tasks and processes that are involved in running the business. To help you decide which ones to outsource and which ones you should keep doing, start by categorizing these tasks and processes. Every task and process in your business belongs to one or four categories. Always remember that. I'm going to repeat that. Every task and process in your business belongs in one of four categories. Number one, the tasks that you should do, as mentioned, should be the high-value tasks that you enjoy doing and you're actually good at. Number two, tasks that you should not do. These are low-value tasks that are not the best value of your time. Even if you're good at them and you enjoy doing them, these are the hardest ones to outsource. Okay? Tasks that do you tasks that you don't want to do. These are the tasks that you don't like doing, but that someone else will. Uh, and number four, tasks that you can't do. Tasks that you lack the necessary knowledge and skills to do properly. Okay, if you're feeling tired and overwhelmed with building your business, you're not alone. I mean, I myself, as one of the business owners of the company called VA Flex, it's difficult to juggle things around, especially that you're just two people managing the business as a whole. Now, that's the reason why we've hired a team of um, remote workers working under our belt, just to make sure that we perfectly have a process on getting clients, onboarding clients, doing sales, those bunch of things. We may be from the Philippines, but we also outsource our stuff mainly to get things done the way we wanted it to be. And having virtual assistants will give you peace of mind that even if you were out there with your family, enjoying the beach or having a picnic, you have a peace of mind that somebody's working for you and you know doing the best they can to help your business. 
hiring a virtual assistant is one thing, but making sure that they feel cared and valued is another. So if you're going to be hiring a virtual assistant, make sure that you connect with a virtual assistant and build a good relationship with that virtual assistant, regardless if you cannot see them physically, they're real people. And that's it for me for today. Thank you so, so much for listening to me. I hope you have at least get a little bit of an idea why hiring a virtual assistant would actually help you a lot. We're going to see you on the next episode. On the next episode, we're going to talk about more about virtual assistants and all that. So again, thank you so much for listening to me and you have a great day. Bye. In the world of modern, electronic, fast-paced society, where everything needs to get done yesterday, business owners always find themselves lost or buried under piles of daily crucial routine tasks that soaks up the last drop of energy a business owner has. Hiring assistance from VA Flix can shave hours from your work week. They offer a great level of convenience and flexibility, which leads to a healthier work-life balance, freeing up time to focus on your business. You are guaranteed to work with an assistant who is well-experienced, a great communicator, highly educated, and has a good heart. They treat their clients like family. Hire a virtual assistant now and chill.